0: Welcome to the game. I'm Russ Cohen. We've got Nico Riesgo. Nico, how are you?
1: Russ Cohen, my man.
0: And we've got Michael Jello. Mike, how's it going this evening?
2: Good evening, Russell. I am well.
0: Well, we've got the uh, the MLB season ended. The uh, the playoffs are starting. The the one game playoffs, which we could all say whether we like it or not, but it does add some excitement. Uh, you know, my team, the New York Mets, lost that three years ago, but. You at least live another day. It's something. One one thing before we get into the playoffs I wanted to mention, you know, we have all these managerial searches, and I know Met fans would like to be in that, but it looks like Joe Madden's going to go to the uh, L.A. Angels. So that's a problem. So really, Girardi, I think, is the only suitable guy left, Mike. And I know he was extolling the virtues of the Mets the other day, but what do you think? Is he a, that much of an upgrade over Mickey Calloway? I mean – the Mets did get, like, seven or eight wins over last year, and I, I'm sure Girardi is a better in-game guy, but what's your feeling since you're very familiar?
2: Well, I think I think he would be an upgrade over Callaway. I know I've heard the criticisms of him, you know, via the New York media of his yeah. sort of uh, odd decision-making in-game. And Girardi, the only thing that I've ever heard in terms of the criticism is overuse of the bullpen, you know, sort of – uh, heavily managing it, you know, sometimes changing when pitchers don't need to be changed. But right. I think he would be an upgrade. The one thing I would say about that, though, is I, I would be concerned about Girardi taking that job for the wrong reason. I mean, he's, I think he's been at MLB for, for, since he got fired by the Yankees. He's mm-hmm. been itching to get back in. I, I would think that, you know, I know that he was talked about as being a candidate a couple years ago before Madden got hired as, for the Cubs job because he's from Chicago and a former Cub. But if he went to the Mets, I'd almost get the impression that, okay, I'm going to stick it to the Yankees, and what, where, what better place I could,
0: could I do it than with the Mets? Sure, there's always something to that. Nico, what's your thoughts?
1: Well, you know, uh, Joe Girardi, he's proven. He's a proven uh, New York guy. He can handle the marketplace. He can win in the marketplace. He was let go from the Yankees for really no reasons. And, um, you know, it's taken the Yankees so long to even get back into championship play with Boone now. But, um, you know, Girardi would be a big move outside of myself. You know, if they don't interview me, then, you know, they'll never have a chance to win again in my in my eyes.
0: But you'd have to lift the curse. Are you willing to lift the curse?
1: Absolutely. I'd be there every day in the trenches, and that's what they need. Someone like me with my passion, with my heart, yeah, yeah. my dedication to the game that's been held without the game, and to have me in that dugout resurrected, will resurrect the mess, we will win a world championship, especially with a guy like Alonzo, uh, we will be winning championships for the next 10 years. There's
0: no doubt. Well, first thing you'd have to do is, gets to off of crutches so he could actually play next year anyhow so we, we move on to the uh, to the NL wildcard Brewers Nationals Mike I look at this one and and the Brewers it's admirable that they got in it's pretty amazing without um, Christian Yelich that they got in they just don't match up well in this game I mean, it's Max Scherzer against Woodruff. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure Max Scherzer is going to go somewhere between 7 and 9. Like, they'll let him finish if he's able to finish because they don't have the best bullpen. But what what we're being told today is they'll put in Strasburg. They'll put in any of their other starters. So if they're going to do that, there's a big edge here to me for the Nationals. What do you think?
2: Well, I on paper I would say so, but you got to remember Scherzer's uh, history in the playoffs is abysmal. He's not mm-hmm. great. He's I think he's a below five hundred pitcher. I think his ERA is over five. Uh, I might be getting that wrong, but I, I believe that's the case. You know, he's a great pitcher. He's great in the regular season, but he's sort of like the East Coast Clayton Kershaw, and that that that's got to be a concern now. Milwaukee, you're right. They're without Yelich. Um, But Craig Council is a very good manager. He's manipulated Mm -hmm. that team to get them in the position that they are in right now, and I give him a lot of credit for it. But they may just not have enough there to beat Washington, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the the Brewers beat them.
1: Nico, what's your thoughts? I got the Nationals all the way to the World Series, obviously. uh, They will lose, obviously, to the Astros, but uh, there's no doubt. Scherzer, Strasburg. Uh, Corbin, the one-two-three punch—they're going all the way. This is yeah. it. They can't—they can't blow this opportunity.
0: No, that's true. I mean, years ago they blew it when uh, they sat Strasburg out of the playoffs. At least now they've—they've they've learned from that. Although, an interesting monkey wrench in the works here, Nico. Christian uh, Yelich did not say he's done for the season. I don't know if that's gamesmanship or what, but maybe that'll put a little fire into uh, Milwaukee, hoping that maybe he can come back.
1: That would be an awesome story. What an awesome
0: year he's had. He's proven to the baseball world that he is,
1: uh, you know, a part of a dynasty, and he's ready to win a world championship. And uh, he has to carry the team on his back. That's what he's done all year long. And if he can come back, what a story if they can just hang on until he gets healthy.
0: Yeah, interesting. Tonight's lineup, they've got um, Braun hitting fifth, which, Mike, it's kind of, you know, he kind of got written off after the uh, steroid scandal, but but he's hung in there as a player. Like he's not the same, but he's still a pretty effective home run hitter. Like he hits, you know, seventeen, twenty, twenty two, something like that. But you know, he's still a pretty good player. Runs still runs fairly well. I know he's got a bad back, and he plays a pretty good outfield still.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's an effective player. He's I mean, he's not a role player. He's a starter. But yeah, I mean, him compared to the brawn of a few years ago, when we know he was. Chemically enhanced, um, you know, it, they're not the It's night and day. So yeah, is he still a major league player? And there are some that once they get off the juice, they're not. Yeah, he is, but he's not the same player that he was a few years ago.
0: No, I just think the biggest thing here is the fact that the Nationals, you know, have home field advantage, and, and Nico, that's that's a big deal. I know we always look at the Nationals and say, well, you know, they they have a history of choking at times, but You know, they're doing all this without Bryce Harper. I think that's the one thing people in Philly here wouldn't want to admit, but they did seem to have a better season without Bryce Harper for whatever reason.
1: Well, it looks like a little bit more teamwork. I mean, they're more of a team where
0: everybody now has to
1: pick up the little slack and the cohesiveness has has worked, and it just worked enough. It wasn't enough to win, you know, obviously the league, but – they got a chance to play the wild card. And then, like I said, with their staff in the wild card, it's a whole new season. It's it. And then, like I said, they've got the uh, everything tilted their way now because of their pitching staff. So they've got the horses, and they've got the hustlers. They've got some young talent. Trent Turner has proven to be a superstar. Uh, they've got um, uh, Rendon, who's also proven he could, like I said, be the National League MVP. It's, it's a toss-up between Rendon and our man Pete Alonso with the Mets. Uh, but like I said, the Nationals, uh my former led by um my former teammate Dave Martinez, you know I've gotta be right there in the dugout with
0: them and I'm gonna be with them. The spirit of Nico will be with the Nationals all the way. I like that. Uh a big shout out to TBS because I'm sure uh showing like the King of Queens or Seinfeld's a big deal, Mike, and so this game will so this game will will go off at eight oh eight, pretty much ensuring no kids could ever watch it. At least if they did it at seven oh eight You know, kids could stay up until maybe the fifth inning. This game is destined to go until at least midnight. I I just don't get it.
2: Well, better not go to 1208, or or I'm going to miss seeing the 5,000th rerun of the Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's just like, I, I just don't understand the fact that baseball is down a lot in viewership and attendance. These things, I don't think, help. I know, and you can't say, well, it's what the network wants. It's TBS. They can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah, but I, I, I
2: don't. I, it's weird because we, there's always that balance between West Coast time, East Coast time. I think they, you know, statistically they found that, that most of the viewers are on the East Coast. You know, of it, course it, they it, are. Yeah, if it's 8:08 here, it's 5:08 in L.A. And if L.A. was involved, then that would be one thing. But we're talking about Washington and Milwaukee, so it's it, it really it should be a seven o'clock start. And you know, like you said, if they're if they wanting to get their pregame show with an overweight Pedro Martinez on it, great. That's that's wow, ripping.
0: That's the Yankee fan, and you ripping Pedro, but that's fine.
2: You know, Don, Don Zimmer's still rolling over in his grave from when he was trying, almost choked out by Pedro.
0: Yeah, no question. He definitely he gave him a um oh what's the wrestling move? He oh the, the, you know, the full you Nelson
2: know, the full Nelson or
0: Yeah, it was like a full Nelson but it was when you go through with that and um oh I forget. And I'm gonna kick myself. But yeah, full Nelson's fine for now. But yeah, he did not it wasn't do that.
2: the Bo- it wasn't the Boston Crab.
0: No, it was not the Boston Crab. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But all right. Let's um let's move to tomorrow and Well, so we we all pretty much said who we thought was going to win that game, right? I think we recapped that. Tomorrow's game, we've got Tampa Bay and the A's. I already know who Mike is rooting for because he's got this whole major plan worked out, but I'm going to go first. This is is Charlie Morton, who has a fair amount of playoff experience against Sean Menea, who has no playoff experience, but he's had a hell of a five-game run. My problem is the A's are fun to root for, but when you're throwing a green guy in like this, even though you're at home, and green, I said it on purpose because Oakland's colors are green, Morton's just such a tough guy here to face that I'm going to have a hard time picking against that. I know Oakland's been a really good story, but and in the postseason, Morton's 2-2 two two with a 4-6, but in, these, in this era, that's not terrible. I am leaning towards Tampa, which plays into Mike's narrative, but we're going to go to Nico first and say, Nico, you know, what do you think? I, I think Oakland may be the the better overall team, but it really comes down to the starters, I think, in this one.
1: Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, I thought Fires was going to be starting, um, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, that changes the whole thing because with Fires on the mound, it, it's the Oakland A's with yeah. um, with basically Manea, um, it tips the favor back to Charlie Morton and the Rays and what they've done and their whole, uh, basically, cash ball. I mean, they've got an intre- incredible manager that brings a dynamic to the game that the game has never seen before. And just within the very first inning with the starter, he may bring someone else in and just totally... Throw no, he's not doing his. that
0: with Charlie Morton. Hold, hold on. Charlie Morton is on the mound. He is not doing the starter thing. He is not.
1: You never know what's him doing. Like yeah, I know. I know. You always
0: got that thought in the back of your head, and
1: that's what makes the race so dynamic because you never know what they're going to do. Mike, did we lose you?
2: No, I'm here.
0: Okay. What, you. What's your thought on this?
2: Well, I, I almost think in, in Manea play. I think he pitched like 27 innings. He was like four and zero or five and zero with a, I mean, an ERA that was consistent with uh, three finger Brown. Yeah, um, yeah, but but the, but the thing is, I think the reason that he's starting over fires is because Tampa's best hitter is Austin Meadows, and Austin Meadows right. is a lefty, and is a oh, okay. lefty. So I think that they're, they're trying – I mean, they don't have a ton of offense. They have some good hitters, but you know, Meadows has been the guy who hit over 30 home runs, has been the guy who's driven in most of their runs. So if you can neutralize him, you go – you know, fairly, you go fairly far in, in, in neutralizing that Tampa Bay offense. So, I mean, and it's possible that they they only go with Manea as an opener or as a limited guy who goes two times through the uh, the batting order and then they get him Yeah, Manea,
0: yes. Definitely not Morton, no.
2: Oh, no, Morton, I think. More, but the one thing, Tampa Bay's bullpen is very good. Uh, I've seen them enough times this year uh, where, you know, they're effective. And and uh, and Cash uses them, uh, uh, you know. A very, he relies heavily on them. So I wouldn't doubt that Morton at most goes six. But it, it seems like most of these starters, it's two times through the batting order, and then the, 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 there's the hook there. As soon as they get in one hit or two hits, they're out.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, but we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Now, this is at the ugly Oakland Coliseum that maybe gives them a uh, home field advantage, Nico, and uh, they're going to have MC Hammer throw out the first pitch. We all know about MC Hammer. We don't have to go through his whole story with the Oakland A's. I'm not going to do that. But what what do you think about all of that with the A's trying to, you know, tap into some of their uh, juju there?
1: I love it. They need it. They need as much juju, Ricky Henderson, Reggie Jackson, if they can get him. They need all the blasts and the pass that they can get to get by this game. I mean, they're in a dogfight, you know, not only this game, but, again, the next uh, series after that and then the next series after that. It's just going to be a wild roller to ride if they even think they're going to get past those Astros.
0: Now, look, Nico, tell us about Marcus Semyon. I mean, he's leading the A's in almost every category. Like, 123 runs is pretty impressive, but then he also drove in 92.
1: Oh, yeah. No, he's at the MVP level. You know, he's the MVP Mookie bet. He's a player who comes every single day, and he's going to come through in the clutch when there's two outs and there's a man on base, and, uh, you know, he's going to deliver. You know, it's not going to be, you know, hitting the home runs when there's nobody on and we're up by, you know, 7-0, and the game is, you know, there's nothing really on the line. He's one of those punch players that we're going to look for to basically deliver. I mean, if the A's are going to win, Simeon is going to be on that board somehow with some kind of numbers.
0: Mike, now with with and Chapman, and Olsen, those are some power guys there for sure. I mean, not as much Semien as the other two, but the other two had 36 homers each. What um, Do you think that's something that could give Morton trouble, and that's why you think maybe they'll go to the bullpen at some point to try and neutralize some of these bats?
2: Well, I'm, I'm shocked that they have seven hitters over 20 home runs in that voluminous ballpark because it's not yeah. exactly – you know the Homer Dome, or, or or the launching pad, or Yankee Stadium. Was yeah, Simeon had 33.
0: I thought he had a few less than that, so that's pretty good too.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, Morton. I, I like. I think he said that his ERA playoff-wise is over four. It um, is. Yeah, that's not. That's that's fairly respectable. It's not not dominating. But, right. Um, I think the possibility is that they, you know, in a one-game playoff. You know, sort of all bets are off. And, you know, I think if he's effective early, they'll keep him in there. But if he gets into trouble in the third inning, then they may they may yank him. I remember a few years ago, Luis Severino in the first inning gave up three runs to Minnesota, and he was yanked in the first inning.
0: All right. bets are off. All right. Yeah, I mean, it is, there is no tomorrow with it. Uh, they are showing – so they – and I and look. I haven't watched an A's game this year, Mike. But they're doing the Bash Brothers thing. Is, is that real, or is that just doing it to um, for a wild card meme, just for the fun of it?
2: I, I don't know. I, I've watched maybe two Oakland A's games, so you know if they're doing it, I guess they're trying to harken hark back to the glory days of uh, Conseco and McGuire and Eric Chavez, but. Yeah, we know what that era was also tied to, so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't associate myself
0: with that too much. Now, Nico, what do you think about Jose Canseco? He's going to be a professional wrestler now. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Who's Who's that?
0: Yeah. Jose Canseco. He's going to have a, a a professional wrestling match coming up.
1: I love it. I love it. Is WWE? Uh, no, it's uh, nothing, would, close, to would, no, nothing would, close to
0: that.
1: Nothing close to that. I, I wish I could, I could wrestle against them. You know, the whole, the whole life after the game is such a, um, such a grind that you kind of trying to stay close to the game, but to do all these exciting events that you can, whether it be the, uh, superstar events. And, you know, I've got a concept where we bring in some of the former players. Like I want to challenge Conseco in a tennis match and a, and a swimming event and a golf uh, tournament, all in one complex that I've been uh, scouting out here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So, um, you know, those are the type of events I'm into, and like I said, if that's what he wants to do,
0: hey, go for it. I'd rather challenge him in some golf. All right. Um, so let's pick this series. I, I'm, I am going with Tampa, like I sort of laid out at the beginning. Mike, who, uh, who are you going with?
2: I'm going with Tampa, and uh, Shock. you know my, you know my re- my why because, because I, I, I think Tampa has a, I can't say good chance, but I think they at least have a chance to make it to make it really troublesome for the Astros and the in the ALDS, whereas I think Oakland they'll 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 run over them. So I'm I as a as a biased Yankee fan, I'm looking for Tampa to win.
0: Nico, go ahead and pick it. Yeah, no, uh, Tampa,
1: like I said, with Mone on the mound, it's gonna be Tampa all day. Yeah, I mean we're okay. see some I'm things making that sure. we've
0: never seen before, even on the road. Didn't know if you had changed your mind. Okay, so on October third, which is a great day, it's my birthday. Uh, they will have the Cardinals and Braves. I won't be rooting for either one of these teams. I'll be rooting for an American League team. It takes a lot for me to root for a National League team when my team is out. But let's talk about this one. I'll go to Mike first. Dallas Keuchel against. Uh, I got to see what Michaelis's first name because I forget Mike. And you're you're a partial Cardinals fan there, but but he's had like one of these seasons where I don't know. He's an okay starter, but he pitched 32 games, ERA over four. I've seen him once or twice. I don't know. I mean, with Dallas Keuchel going, I have to look up his playoff record. I'm doing it now. I know people look at him and say, well, he was just 8-8 eight and eight for the season, but he was really good for them. Like, He didn't have a spring training. He came in. He, I thought he was excellent, and he pitched some good games. He pitched over 112 innings now. Mike postseason, he's four and two with a three three one. I think Keichel has you know heated up at the right time. It's hard to pick against the braves here What's your thoughts?
2: Well, maybe in game one because I mean Nicholas yes. is essentially uh an in an innings eater, and I'm surprised they're not going with the guys who have really carried them the second half, which is uh Flaherty and Dakota Hudson. Right, um, but you know, maybe it just lines up that way, and that they are they are just kind of yeah. like
0: giving in to Keiko saying, "All right, look, we shouldn't match up one of those guys against Keiko because the odds aren't with us." So maybe that's why they set the rotation that way.
2: Yeah, but this is not your father's Dallas Keuchel. I mean, remember right. he was dominating with Houston. He was, you know, he went into Yankee Stadium and shut out, shut out the Yankees. He was he had dominating stuff. That was a nice have, day.
0: Yeah, I remember. Yeah,
2: that. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, but he's not that pitcher anymore. And he's—I mean—he's still good, and he maybe can get away with you know, on Guile. But I—I—you know, like I don't think it's above the, uh, the the Cardinals to be able to beat Dallas Keuchel. So I—I I, you know, it, I think they have the advantage because of his experience. But uh, I think the rest of the rotation, I think the, the Cardinals are better.
0: And and Ronald Acuna Jr. is, I think, the best player on both teams. You have an argument against that?
2: No, I think I think he is, and you've got other players like, the, I mean. Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. Think, yeah, he's had a
0: great year. You're right. The, come,
2: the comeback that he's had after you know struggling for two years with injuries. Um, it, it, I mean, you know, Atlanta is a really good and Freddie Freeman and
0: you yeah.
2: know they have a quality team. But the I mean, the Cardinals uh, they played very well in the second half. Um, you know, and I, I think they have a puncher's chance.
0: Would this be different? And and you know, what? and and Donaldson, I give credit to because he only signed a one-year deal, I believe. And yeah. and so that's. That's really tremendous that he's they're getting these results and really Keiko's only a one year deal too. Uh, do you feel like you'd have a, you you would think more of the Cardinals here having a puncher's chance if they had home field advantage?
1: Yeah,
2: but I I mean I think Atlanta is the is the better team and sometimes sometimes in the playoffs home field doesn't matter. Um but I like the I like the Cardinals' rotation better. Their pitching uh, in, in the series. That's why like wherever I would go in terms of a pick. I think I'd probably go in, in the five game max. And when it goes to five games, you know it's basically up in the air, and it's one break, one pitch. That's the difference between winning and losing.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going with with the Braves here because I, Nico, I can't. As much as I've seen them, I can't pick against Acuna Jr. and and Donaldson and Freeman. Freeman, God, that guy just keeps hitting and hitting and hitting. I think they'll pull it out. I'm going to say they'll win in six, because I think the Cardinals are pesky. Uh, Nico, what's your thoughts? Um, I, I agree with you
1: 100%. The Rays have just proven that they're back. You're going to be hearing the Tomahawk chops. Uh We're going to be seeing, like I said, Freeman, and we're going to get a chance to see Acuna in his first playoff debut. He's going to set the scenes there. We've got Uh, a bunch of speed there in the Atlanta Braves lineup, and we may even see uh, Mark Takis come back and get a few big hits. So Mm -hmm. they've got the players to win it at home. I like Keiko on the mound. Nobody wanted to get Keiko. He had to wait forever. He was a holdout, a free agent. Nobody wanted to give him the money. He wanted to come in and prove himself. Scrap the season. I mean, it all starts right. It's all, And we're going to see a dynamic Keiko, and we're going to see
0: the Braves come and win out the whole season. Michael, you picked him.
1: I
2: think it's going the full five. I'll I'll, I'll go with the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, it's five. I forget.
0: I said six like a moron. (laughs) And nobody stopped me. That's great. Thanks, guys. Well, I don't want to correct you on the air. You can correct me. Correct me. I don't care. Okay, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's five. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going five, too. All right. A couple other things. We're going to talk about the other series as as these end. We'll come back and do another show. But uh, I do want to say... National League, Cy Young, I don't know if you guys are going to debate this or not. Nico probably will, but I, I think it's going to Jacob deGrom again, Nico, and it's not because I'm a Met fan. I mean, if you saw that he ended the season with 23 scoreless innings, he knocked off like a .31 off his ERA from 2.7 to 2.4 just in a month. He Seavers never even won back-to-back Cy Young, so this would be quite a feat if he can do it. Um, do you think he'll do it?
1: Yeah, I think he'll do it. I mean, because, like I said, most Cy Young winners they kind of take the year off the next year. <laughs> you know, they kind of, yeah. You know, they don't stay as hungry. Where he's proven, you know, just because he's a Cy Young winner, he doesn't change the dynamics of how he approaches the game as a professional. He goes in there every every day, and like I said, without him, the Mets wouldn't even have had a chance. I mean, even with Alonso, but you know, at the, at the end, they had a good chance, a good run, and because of, uh, you know, he stepped up. Uh, you know, uh, guys like Thor, we were waiting for him, you know, uh, players, guys like Thor and, um, and Moss to come through. And like I said, they were just kind of, like I said, borderline. You just never know who's going to show up.
0: But DeGrom, it seemed like, was there every single game. Yeah, Mike, uh, over 200 innings, ended up with 255 strikeouts to lead the league. Only 11-8, and eight, but we kind of know why he was 11-8. and eight. Uh, And he had a .71 whip. The actual best whip he's ever nine oh point nine seven. 0.97. So his second best whip for his career. What, what do you think about that? I
2: actually think Degrom would have had Would have a better case year if he hadn't have won it last year.
0: Interesting. Um,
2: yeah. I mean, I think sometimes You know He had the You know The close to 500 record, slightly over Last year, but his statistics were unbelievable, and I think that, you know, people wanted to look at the fact that, you know, he did that in spite of the, the Mets not being a good team. This year, you've got a guy with a lower ERA with three more wins in Ryu, who pitched, you Now he pitched 22 less innings uh, yep. and, and gave up six more hits but, uh, you know... The, the Rio teams, wasn't great down
0: the stretch, though, either. He,
2: he wasn't great down the stretch, but, you know, if sometimes it's the factor that they, you know, they will opt for the pitcher on a team that is a winning team. And, you know, DeGrom got his reward last year and, you know, had a great year this year. I, I think it's going to be really close, I, and I, I have no idea who's going to win it, but he'll be one or two. Okay. Sounds
0: good. That's it for the game. We'll catch everybody next time. I want to thank uh, Arizona Country Club uh, for sponsoring the game show, and
1: uh, we'll see you next time. My man. Thanks, Russ.